Hey Forge fans, it's the Forge Audio Network. I'm Anthony Urcioli. This is your match in review. Forge FC losing 3-0 on the road against CF Montreal in the uh, quarterfinal of the Canadian Championship, the 2022 version. We have to say the years because we have a 2020 Canadian Championship final coming up soon. It's just easier to keep things clear. So uh, yeah, Forge, it, it, was, it was a rough one. First half, especially. Um, we're going to hear from Forge head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis, but um, I'll give you a bit of a spoiler alert. Um, he says, in his own words, the worst half of football in Forge's history. So what, three and a half years, um, the worst he's seen his play, his club play in the first half. So, um, And the score reflected that. Ibrahim for Montreal. The uh, unlikely hero in the sense, I'm not sure many would have predicted a hat-trick, but uh, Ibrahim did. He scored in the 14th minute, then in the 22nd minute, uh, and then Forge came out looking better in the second half. I mean, there was a lot of fight, uh, but again, um, it was Ibrahim who finished off the hat-trick with his head in the 49th minute. And as we break down the stats here, Montreal, 17 shot attempts, Forge had five Seven shots landed on target. Um, and Tristan Henry, Forge's keeper, had to make a lot of really good saves. So uh, he was busy. Uh, and he was actually really good. And this could have gotten... It could have been a lot worse than 3 nothing. But seven of Montreal's shots landed on target with three of them going in. Um, and Forge had one shot on target. Uh, possession, 59% in favor of Montreal. Pass accuracy... Tells the story. Forge wasn't bad. They're at 82%, which is just a little below their average. So it's not that, uh, you know, Forge wasn't accurate. Montreal was passing at 90%. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that Forge did not get a lot of pressure in that final third. Um, there was a lot. There were a lot of holes in the midfield, a lot of holes behind players. It just, uh, Montreal looked quicker. They looked way more in control than Forge did. And the score does reflect that. Not a ton of time to worry about that, though. Um, and I'm going to, just because we're kind of talking Canadian Championship, um, I know Forge has a league match coming up with Edmonton, but um, I think we're going to spend a little more time looking ahead to that match against Toronto, just in the spirit of the Canadian Championship. Before we jump into that, though, as promised, let's check in with head coach and technical director of your Forge FC. Bobby Smirniotis, post-match. The worst half of football we've ever played in that first half. comes down to that. You can't come into these matches and not put the, the energy that's, uh, that's needed. You know, these, uh, these matches need energy. These matches need uh, a lot of movement, something we talked about. And uh, we just didn't have it to start the match. I wish I knew what the, what the answer was, uh, but I don't have that. But it simply comes down to that. That's the worst half of football we've played in our three and a half years of existence. And we've played in big matches before. We've played in these matches. So... It's not the, the event or whatever is going on. It's another game uh, that's on a Wednesday night. So that's, I think, what it comes down to. Did you feel there was something off before the game in the locker room or something? No, I thought everything was good. Preparation was good. I think the tactics, what we talked about, we didn't execute them well in that first half. And uh, to be honest, I think uh, Montreal, uh, although they had uh, quite a bit of rotation in the squad, you can see the freshness in the players. Um, on the flip side, you have uh, players who haven't played much who are hungry to prove something to their probably to their coach and want minutes uh, going forward. And I think uh, they did well for themselves in doing that. Uh, hi, uh, Sheldon uh, I can understand that you were very unsatisfied with the first half you played. 
Is there anything that they did that maybe maybe impressed you was different from what you had seen from them? No, to be honest, they were on script. Um, tactically, they were on script on where they wanted to be in the half spaces uh, with guys like Miljevic and, uh, and Sanusi moving off of Kamara. So um, it was pretty much uh, what we expected and them using the width. I just think we didn't do a good job of handling the midfield and, uh, and how we asked our guys to do it. And once you lose the tactical components in games like this, uh, in those zones, I thought they were able to overload the midfield and then uh, move the ball around. And that put them into a rhythm, um, early goal. Um, obviously comes and that uh, throws off a little bit of the rhythm of the team and we saw that up until probably for a good 35 minutes of that first half. Hey coach, um, there was a big gap between the, the, the line of defense and the goalkeeper. Was that wanted? Uh, Do you wanted your line of defense to play a bit higher or it wasn't? There's big gaps everywhere. Uh, in front of our defenders to our midfielders. Um, the line between our, our, our goalkeeper and our defenders, uh, I think, wasn't the issue. The issue was the line between the defenders and the midfielders. If you look at that first goal, um, Miljevic gets the ball in the, in the pocket, something that uh, we had talked about and him getting it there. And, uh, and those are the situations where you have to be better. And we've got two players uh, in and around the area, but the ball's been slotted through. So I think that was the danger point uh, for them. And it's something they do very well um, uh, in their games um, throughout the season. And once you execute in that area, you give yourself a better chance of scoring goals. You know that's what statistics tell us, and uh, that's what everything we we look into the game. So, like I said, for them, it was it was on script, and we didn't uh, counteract that in that first half. Uh, Toronto played Halifax yesterday. They had a tough time winning the game. Is there always something special for you guys from the CPL when you when you come in against a, a team from the MLS? And is it more disappointing for you today that you play the game you play? In honesty, there's nothing more special. It's a game on a Wednesday night against a team with a bigger budget. That's the only thing that's uh, that's the difference. But uh, bags of money don't score goals. Players do. Tactics uh, make things happen. So for us and as a club, that's how we functioned uh, throughout our our short history as a club. And we've played in a lot of big matches. It's you go in and, and you play the matches. You try and match the tactics, try and see where you can be better um, from that end. So, you know, the disappointment uh, today isn't uh, so much that, uh, okay, we didn't beat uh, CF Montreal so much in the, in the performance uh, that we've put in, because we know these games are always going to be difficult. Um, but we know we've got uh, a lot better in us than what we've shown in that first half. Uh, do you have an update on Garvin Michel, who came out on the injury? Yeah, no, it uh, looked like a pretty, uh, pretty bad knock that he had, but uh, they're assessing him right now, and I haven't gotten any update on him. What do you see to your team now uh, for following this for the next uh, part of the season after this tough loss? Yeah, you're only as good as your next team. Um, that's the thing. If you won today and you lost the next one, nobody cares what you did today. They care about what you did on that day. So you're just as good as your next game. So we go out and we've got uh, a big week ahead of us. Uh, we travel to Edmonton, which is an important uh, game for us. Uh, must three points of getting it there. And right after that, we play Toronto FC in the uh, 2020 Canadian Championship. That is correct. Uh, but a game that's uh, that's needed. It's something that we earned as a club back in 2020 um, through the way the, that the competition was run then. I think it's uh, it's fair to the clubs that uh, somebody's able to lift that trophy. So we've got another uh, game coming up uh, next Saturday against the team that plays in MLS. I got a question. Um, what about Omar Brownlee? I was expecting him, maybe him coming back to Montreal to face his former team, but uh, can you clarify his status? Uh, is he still part of the team? Yeah, a lot of uh, government officials, paperwork, uh, a lot of different things. So the one thing that's not clear to me is his situation. So if I had some more information, I'd be able to give that to you. Do you want to 
the storylines with uh, Matthew playing his, da uh, his brother David tonight? Yeah, I think it's a great story for the Schwenier family, um, for uh, their mother that I saw before the game, and she was obviously excited. I think that's, uh, those are special moments uh, when you have uh, two guys uh, who were born, I think, on the exact day, two years apart from each other. Um, so they obviously grew up playing this game together, training together, doing everything in the in the sport together. I have two uh, young boys who are two years apart, so I can imagine uh, what that household uh, looked uh, looked like. And you know, both are having some uh, great success. David's had great success in in with our club and in, in winning a lot of championships after being formed here in the, in CF uh, Montreal. And uh, Matthew has had a very good season last year. This year, a little bit more in the midfield. So I think it's a very proud moment for their family, for their parents, uh, to be able to see both of their. Uh, kids on the field and uh, I'm sure uh, in the end of the day uh, mother father and the whole family is always going to come out as a winner in this game right all right so Forge FC uh, they will travel to Edmonton uh, on Tuesday May 31st that's a nine o'clock start time uh, eastern time so uh, Forge gets one more league match coach Bobby called it a must win uh, game and after that, Toronto FC will be the next opponent for Forge. That'll be at Tim Hortons Field on June 1st in the 2020 Canadian Championship Final. All right, he's a commentator with One Soccer. He uh, called tonight's match between Forge and Montreal in French. And he joins us now, Matthew Collin. Thanks for, thanks for joining the Forge Audio Network. Hey, listen, thanks for having me, Anthony. Um, that was one of the worst halves of soccer I've ever seen Forge play. Um, and you know, making it that much worse is that Montreal played really well. So when those two things happen, it's usually not a good sign for, um, a side like Forge tonight. And I think we kind of saw that. Yeah, it was a tough one for Forge, uh, you know, right away. And, uh, you know, to be honest, I think that Bobby Spirino has pretty well summed that up. You know, it was the worst half that they've played in the franchise's three and a half years. And comes as a surprise, Anthony, because this is a club that's played big-time matches, right? They're a two-time CPL champion. They went to the finals last year. They've been in the CONCACAF Champions League, the CONCACAF Leagues as well. I mean, those are tough, tough games and tough, tough environments. So, you know, really to come out... Uh, and really not have an answer for for CF Montreal. Uh, certainly, it was a surprise. But um, you know, you got to give CF Montreal credit, right? A lot of people were building this up as the rematch of last year in the semifinal, even though this was the quarters. And you know, certainly that was the case. But the situation is different, right? This is a CF Montreal team that is a good team in the MLS. Last year, they were on the outside of the playoffs, looking in. And uh, you know, this year we can see why they're uh, in the top four of the, uh, the Eastern Conference. In a lot of ways, it's what Forge is looking. I mean, the way Montreal played tonight, in a lot of ways, that's how Forge plays, you know, in the Canadian Premier League. Um, a lot of pressure on the ball. Um, they're, you know, they're playing that possession style of game. And they Montreal did it almost perfectly. And it was a side of Montreal that, that they didn't have a lot of starters in. Um, you know, even just watching the game, it was called kind of the B squad a few times. That kind of speak when you see this kind of that kind of success, regardless of who's in the lineup, that kind of speaks to just a system and the players have bought into something and they can all they all have a role. Every single man has a role in that system. Yeah, that's a great point, Anthony. And Bobby Spirinionis touched on that as well, right? These are players that weren't getting a lot of minutes. They're they're in CF Montreal for a reason, right? Like, you know, there's not a lot of spaces in uh, in MLS clubs. 
You know, it's a great league. They're there for a reason. They're hungry. They want minutes. They want a chance to play and prove what they can do. You know, I really thought we saw that from Matko Miljevic in, in midfield, right? He had a terrific, terrific first half. And on set pieces as well, he delivered a beauty uh, at the end to uh, to Sanusi Ibrahim, which, is, which was his third of the night. And, you know, speaking of another great performance, right? Guys that played, he's only played four matches uh, for CF Montreal this year. And Ibrahim came out uh, with his first career ever hat trick for the CF Montreal. So, you know, guys that we're not really used to seeing, but they're there for a reason. And, you know, you, you, we saw this a little bit last year as well, where Wilfred Nancy will kind of roll the dice, right, with uh, with his selection. And, you know, to be honest, it almost bit him last year in the semifinals, right? You know, I think they call that game last year as well. I thought Forge was, you know, high, highly the better side. And, you know, when you get into a penalty kick, especially when you go to, to 11, uh, 11 uh, shooters, you know, that's really a toss-up, right? That very could have easily been forged in the final instead of CF Montreal. So a lot of people were referencing that, but, you know, these players in, in CF Montreal, good formation, good system. They're hungry, and, you know, they really showed it in that first half. And, you know, combined with what you said, uh, which was, you know, a, a rather – relatively lackluster first half for, for Forge. I thought they had some better moments in the second half where they you know, had some chances around uh, Pantamis, but you know, that, that, that's what happens. And there was a few breakdowns and, you know, it was, uh, I don't think anybody, a lot of people had money on uh, a hat trick for Sanusi Ibrahim, but you know, that's why we love sports, I suppose, and follow for the, uh, for the surprise element. And, you know, I'm sure for Forge supporters, there's some disappointment, but you know, a chance to, uh, to focus on the CPL table and the, the standings and, you know, after that win in Halifax, you have to look at this team is going to be a great team this year. And, you know, they have a chance to go deep again. Yeah. And the, you know, the match last year against Montreal was, it was in Hamilton, it was at Tim Hortons Field, which will be the location of this year's Canadian Championship final, the 2020 version. Um, if that's confusing to anybody, I'm going to have to ask you to Google it. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I've explained it too many times. Um, I on the broadcast too, you know, yeah, we haven't had the 2021 yet. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Um, but the big difference maker there for Forge was the fact that they were playing at Tim Hortons Field and they will be against Toronto FC. And Toronto FC hasn't been anywhere near as good as Montreal has this season. So I, I wonder if, you know, putting this match aside... Um, Forge is still in a pretty good spot playing another MLS club in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and David Schwanier said that as well. You know, you take it, you, you learn from this, right? And uh, and and you're right. You know, Toronto FC have not had a great first half of the season. A couple of bright performances, but they've really lacked in terms of their defense. They've given up 25 goals, I think, in 11 or 12 matches. That's the worst in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, for for guys like Emery Welshman and Taron Campbell, Wubens uh, Pasias. You know, even Schwanier, they've got to be licking their chops, thinking there's an opportunity here. There's an opportunity to lift some hardware uh, in front of our fans against an MLS club. And not only just an MLS club, but, you know, I think you could probably say one of the most successful uh, Canadian clubs uh, in uh, in soccer history. So, you know, a great opportunity. You, you take this match. You know, you, you I don't I'm not a big believer of, you know, you put it in the garbage can or you rip it up or you burn it. I think you always have to learn something, right? What do we take away from this match? You know, maybe there's some tactical adjustments to be made, but, uh, you know, I, I said it in the broadcast on One Soccer tonight. I just, we haven't seen Forge play like this. We haven't seen them, you know, we haven't seen uh, a team like that impose their will. So I, I really doubt, uh, you know, that we'll see that twice in a row. I mean, if I know uh, Bobby Smirnionis and his team and all, there's going to be a different response to this game. And, you know, just like what happened to uh, Toronto FC on the road in uh, in Halifax, right? I mean, there's a pretty good comparison, right? Halifax, there are no slouches at home. Wanderers grounds, that's a great atmosphere. TFC, barely, 
barely got by. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, Forge made pretty quick work uh, of Halifax at home. So, um, you know, if you match those up, I, I think we'll have a good one on June the 4th. Yeah, sounds like science to me. I'm not even sure how we can dispute any of that. Comparables, comparables. Uh, Matthew Cullen, you can hear him call soccer matches on one soccer um, in both languages, I, I guess, or French at least, and um, also does work for the CBC as well. So, uh, Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, and talk soon. All right, so next up for Forge, a trip to Edmonton. Tuesday, league match, June 4th, the next home match. Um and that will be against Toronto FC in the Canadian Championship Final from 2020. Um, tickets available. They expanded seating at Tim Hortons Field for this match, so tickets are available now. And um, it's going to be it's going to be something. It's it's a, a long time in the making. Ever since Forge FC was announced, ever since the CPL was announced, uh, soccer fans in Hamilton have been waiting for this one. Three and a half years later, they will. Get it. Keep it locked to the Forge Audio Network. We'll have plenty of content coming up. Previews, reviews, um, player interviews. You know the drill. If you follow, you can uh, subscribe to our podcast, the Forge Audio Network. Get our content on, on YouTube, on all the Forge FC official social media channels, and of course online as well on the Forge websites. So your final again from Montreal, 3-0. CF Montreal over Forge FC in the quarterfinal of the 2022 Canadian Championship. Uh, we'll talk to you soon.